Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, my top story, Chrissy Teigen blocked a million Twitter users after uh, Twitter accounts after accusations and harassment based on her an alleged links she had with Jeffrey Epstein. She said she is worried for her family. She added, and here it is, if Twitter doesn't do something about this actually scary harassment, I'm going to have to go. So this brings in two different stories that we've we talked about yesterday. One is that all this stuff was emerging about her and she said some tweets supposedly that had to do with Pizzagate. I had identified this really weird clip where she was talking about an Obama thing that John Legend wanted nothing to do with. And then this, I guess what's emerged since then are connections that she had with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, my first reaction is that that Obama thing was a slip up. That thing was going to, that clip was going to emerge and they are they are flooding the zone to take an expression from event 201. They're just drowning out that little kernel of real mystery with all this other stuff, which will probably either sound crazy or be proved untrue or whatever. So maybe they're just trying to whitewash something that is kind of weird about her. But of course, the other thing is that the Twitter hack where that clumsy Bitcoin thing that Biden and Obama and Bill Gates said, if you send me a thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin, I will send you or a thousand Bitcoin, I'll send you two thousand. So that made a lot of news. It was a massive hack. And I, of course, think that there's this is the the themes that emerged immediately were this is an election year. That's all fun and games. But what if uh, Ivanka Trump's thing is hacked and it says uh, my dad doesn't enter into nuclear war lightly but here we are something like that what if that was an example that was used in the paper just maybe an idea for some hacker to do something crazy I mean I hate stuff like that they shouldn't do that I probably shouldn't even have said it but my point is they're making it look like Twitter as Chrissy Teigen says needs to do something about this so I see that Twitter thing as being kind of this is the launch of the psyop that gets Twitter to be wholly censored so People, please sign up, actually, to our email emergency plan at thepropreport.com, and we will move the show if we have to, and we'll certainly continue to in- talk to each other on thepropreport.com. I just thought of that, but like I've been waiting to be deplatformed. Anyway. Yeah, there was an article in the Washington Post as well. Twitter breach is another warning shot for election security, which is exactly what we were talking about yesterday. And it also gives some examples. It says that U.S. adversaries that gained that sort of power could sow mass chaos on Election Day by tweeting out phony information about voter fraud or polling locations shut down by the coronavirus or terrorist attacks is what this article is saying. But it, it does. It, it also foreshadows, I think, here's an example of another another attack that could happen. Russia's most dangerous play is how do you inflict maximum amount of chaos on election day? I think we're going to see I think we're seeing the beginnings of the arguments we're going to hear from people like Stacey Abrams and the media after the election. 
And if they if there is something that truly misleads people, like the polls are closed or there's been a terror attack, stay home, that kind of thing. If they do something like that, then it will call into question the results of the election. And it may be this crazy thing that always pops up or has for the past at least with Obama, what if he refuses to leave office? What if he says, declares an emergency, Julius Caesar style, and says, hey, man, I've got to keep my seat for a while till all this is squared away. So if Trump were to do that, that could be that election crisis that I still think is on the table. It could very well be. I'm interested in what the race angle of the online email voting is going to be because they're talking about you need to have the voting for email and i think a lot of places already do so how can people be prevented from voting via email that can be where the the racial voter suppression narrative goes from here and i think part of it is going to be access to internet internet infrastructure 5g and i think stacy abrams will be talking a lot about that Right. It's it is a civil right to have Internet. Yeah. As soon as you make voting and I mean, email voting does not seem like it could be secure. You can have it, it, people's emails get hacked all the time. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's I don't I, I'd have to be convinced. Plus, even if it's your you're an old lady and you have some young nurse takes care of you like in your own situation you've seen this what if that person has access to your computer i mean say you have a healthcare worker who you have your passwords logged in automatically yeah or you do it for them say you're a healthcare worker who is an in-home old person nurse or you decide you're a nurse and indivisible says oh go help old people vote by becoming their in-home nurse rather than a nursing home nurse so you go to in-home and then you have how many clients do you have you might have many clients you might be somebody who just delivers food or something or volunteer for an hour let me help this person you could systematically as an organization go through or as an organization or a bunch of individuals influence many votes yourself especially if you have time yeah, you could be Stacey Abrams. You could be the people canvassing with Indivisible, knocking on doors, telling people how they can vote through email. And they might say, oh, I didn't know you could do that. I don't know if I'll be able to figure it out. Well, bring your computer here. Let me show you exactly right, how to do it. You just press this need, button right here. Even if you need facial recognition, you could just talk a person through that, especially yeah. somebody who had Alzheimer's, for example. Yeah, lots of opportunity for coercion, lots of opportunity to it just leaves the door wide open to for every side to claim some grievance because it's not secure so you can say voter suppression because of this or you can say fraud because of that it's just a recipe for disaster agreed which is what they want out i i wanted to shout out to marco for giving us that chrissy Teigen stuff because i wouldn't have seen it and we were ahead of it so i i really love i really appreciate when people give us the research there's another i i don't know if you want to ready to talk about this maybe we talk about it later the andrea mitchell video should we do that later that's about the policing didn't you have something uh about james James harden yeah james harden is trending on twitter right now because he wore a mask covered his full beard and did the right thing according to everybody in the media what you're supposed to do yet he's still getting slammed on social media why? Because the mask that he wore, which is like a bandana mask, 
has a thin blue line on it. So it's like a Blue Lives Matters mask type thing. He didn't know that. So he's getting slammed. The Rockets are showing pictures of him. He, he said he just thought it looked cool. And now it he's look cool. now he's apologizing. And along with apologizing for wearing, he's apologizing for wearing a mask. Let me keep that in mind. So would they rather him not wear a mask if it has a thin blue line on it or wear a mask with a thin blue line? What's the question here? But he said, you know, in light of all this, He's going to be sitting down and thinking about how he can help the Black Lives Matters movement from Orlando, where the NBA is saying that they're going to have their season. And he's saying that he's going to think about what message he can have on the back of his jersey, because, you know, they're going to have the social justice warrior messages on the back of their jersey. So you can bet that James Harden will be one of those. And I'll tell you, yesterday you made the comment about stumbling onto some bad images on on Twitter. If you click on a profile, you just kind of get slapped in the face with, with porn. And I spelled James Harden's last name wrong because I searched it on Twitter. I spelled it H-A-R-D-O-N and boy, did I get slapped in the face. <laughs> wow, you got you have to have your filters on and your filters will probably filter out your own yeah, I qu- political comments. I quickly realized that that was an E. Eon. Yes, no yes, one. yes, absolutely. Uh, so I just want to point out a couple of things about that. This reminds me of a Penn and Teller episode of Bullshit where they get people to increasingly or to gradually, incrementally increase their number of recycling bins and colors to where you have like eight or nine and you have to separate out thin paper, cardboard, aluminum, glass, plastic. So they have people where they're separating all their garbage every day, really spending a lot of time on it. And they're being fanatical about it because they're showing that how impressionable people are. And they will just, even though it makes no sense, it's completely uncorrelated to how recycling systems work. They, they don't, you can't even insert it at different lines in the process like that. So people were just doing it blindly to try to be good citizens. But my point with the, the mask, they're, they'll first they get you to bend the knee and, to the mask, and then they're going to get you to do the next thing, which is what the mask should look like or say on it. Now, this goes to the fact that the mask is a sign of of your compliance, your buy in, your being a member of the cult, I think is probably accurate, like the Truth Stream Media video pointed out when it said ritual initiation included masks. I don't know if they will go to the point where they they micromanage how you wear the mask, because right now there's absolutely no litmus test for if it works at all. Everybody kind of knows it doesn't work. So it's really about about bending that knee. I also The New York to- Times to that, right, put out a map showing who's wearing a mask where and who's not. So you can go to the interactive map, you can click on your state, and it gives you a little percentage breakdown of people who wear it all the time, people who wear it sometimes, people who never wear it. In California, very high rate of people that always wear it, I think it was at 75% versus even Georgia was at like 40% of people say that they always wear it. But then again, you do have to factor in that the people might be lying because they don't want to get shamed by whoever's asking them the question. And I wouldn't be surprised if if later you see a map that can be overlaid on that of where phase two started, and then they're going to use that as proof. Somebody actually already sent that to me about 
but it was it was actually disproving. It was said that the mask mask wearing was uncorrelated to resurgence, which was true for the 1918 the mask movement in San Francisco. San Francisco did have was high on the infectious rate, not low, or as the lower mass. I just looked at two different cities, San Francisco and someplace in Ohio. San Francisco was hypervigilant about the masks or super authoritarian about the mask. And Ohio didn't wear them at all. And San Francisco had a much higher rate and the Ohio city had a lower rate. So I'm saying that's what I've seen so far, but I wouldn't be surprised if they show us something that, that has those two maps overlapping and they use that as Proof of efficacy, proof that the mass work, which is not how science works. Those are just correlations. They're not causation. Causation, you have to have that double blind control group study with a, you can't have like a seasonal regional differences. What if you're at a place that has a higher risk generally because of the climate or the environment? So you're going to wear your mask more because you're at a higher risk, which also would correlate to a higher incidence in your area. So you can't have correlation confused with causation, which is why you want the scientific method. Here I am arguing for listen, science. Listen, listen, listen. I, I just trust the science, okay? That's what I trust. <laughs> Not the science. The You trust the scientists. I right? trust the Lord's science. I, let, this is, I have to say this. I have this little thing where I say, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask because I'm not sick. And someone else says to me words that basically mean this. Why aren't you wearing a mask? There are trillions of invisible monsters. Okay, they're not alive, but they are monsters. They are everywhere, and they're trying to kill us all. So wear your mask. Why have you forsaken science? (laughs) Who sounds crazy? (laughs) Who sounds crazy in that argument? And that is the way that they get people to not respond to logical arguments with logic, is they pre-program with these res- with these responses that are just insane like that but the argument is that there are trillions of invisible monsters everywhere trying to kill us all that's the argument and i'm like okay and they're coming from science, children they're not no they say that young people are the ones that are spreading it the most because they're asymptomatic oh, because they have it and they're asymptomatic yeah. okay yes children are spewing out but they if you want to make that argument, that's fine. But you're really going to have to give me the science to prove that. I am not going to take that on faith. Whereas I'm not sick, therefore you're not going to get sick from me, is something that seems a little more plausible as a baseline assumption. The problem so is anyway. that they are taking science, the science, as a faith and not as actual They're evidence. not taking the science as a faith. They're taking the scientists as a faith because there is no science. I, they, I want those studies. and I'm No, the way, that, no are, the way that they react on the left is trust the yeah. science. And they, they, it's just like trust in God. They're taking it as an That's act of faith. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're taking it as an act of faith. That's how but, they're, yeah. But, yes. But actually, they say to trust the science. But what if you press them on it, they will give you statements made by scientists not studies <laughs> they're not giving you science they're giving you scientists oh i understand which that is religion yeah that is religion those are the priests that's what i'm saying that yeah. They are listening yeah, yeah. To. yeah we're totally in agreement i know i'm sure so i did want to say something about the thin blue line thing just as an aside may i yeah 
I, there, is a, there is a documentary, which I reviewed in the days before my stuff got destroyed, so it's probably still out there somewhere, that, that called The Thin Blue Line, where this guy was on death row, and he definitely did not kill the person. And after numerous appeals, he was I think he was kind of facing it down a day or two, and he was completely innocent, and now he is out. But he, it was prosecutorial misconduct, and that is common, I think. So, but yesterday I talked about the first person being... So generally, I'm against the death penalty because of that perverse incentives, the prosecutors, plus the fact that the government is our enemy, blah, blah, blah. But whenever I did a show on WSB like that, the stumbling block for me was if the guy is caught dead to rights and the victim's family wants him dead, I I am not 100% confident it's my business to stand in their way. So some of them, they don't want them dead. Like I think yesterday, that guy who said he was innocent, I think, I'm not saying he was innocent, but the family, I think, did not want him, the execution to go forward. Whereas today, the one that happened yesterday, so once the floodgates open, there's like three guys ready to go. The family said, the father said, he needs to take his last breath. He took my daughter's last breath. What the guy did was he raped, killed, and dismembered this guy's 16-year-old daughter. So am I to say that, I don't know, but what this guy said, he, his last words were, I deeply regret the pain and suffering I caused to Jennifer's family. I am deeply sorry. Uh, I deeply regret the pain I caused to my daughter, who I love so very much. This sanitized, I don't get that. This sanitized murder really does not serve no purpose whatsoever. So, oh, his, oh, he was saying about his own death. These were his last his, words. His last words were, this sanitized murder really does not serve no purpose whatsoever. His own death. So that that's an interesting last words. He deeply regrets the pain he caused to them, he the pain he caused to his daughter, but he doesn't understand the purpose that the murder serves. He calls his own death a murder, which I, I wouldn't. But it's a very complicated question. Anyway, the thin blue line was about, was was really, and it took me, two times to watch it and really think about it over several years to change my mind on the death penalty. Yeah, well, don't wear a thin blue line on your mask or you'll get maybe maybe the oh, death penalty. The if reason you do it was that. called that is that the prosecutor won the case saying the guy was a cop killed. The murder in question was a cop getting murdered. And they said, you don't want, you want to punish cop killers severely because cops are the thin blue line that stand between you and chaos or you and the murder. And that's where they get you. So cops put themselves on the line, but they want them extra protected because that is a thin blue line is where all that comes from. Yeah. Interesting. Just as a little aside, since we have the same topics over and over again these days. So, but there's more to the COVID stories, or actually, let's stick with sports for a second, since we're on the Harden. The Washington, formerly known as the Redskins, they have, there's a couple stories related to them today. One is that the Navajo Nation, the president of the Navajo Nation, wrote a letter to the Washington, formerly known as the Redskins, and in that letter, suggested a new name for the Redskins, and that new name is the one that would honor the Navajo Indians, the Code Talkers. I don't know if it really rolls off the tongue very well. The Fighting Code Talkers. Yikes, shnikes, that's not going to work. I'll tell you the other story here in a moment. 
Hey, what's up, guys? With the world as crazy and unpredictable as it currently is, the time to start living a truly sustainable lifestyle, a lifestyle of rugged independence, is right now. And Neighbors Feed and Seed has everything you need to help you do just that. Small engine repair, garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feed, chicken feed, premium pet food. Neighbors has it all. And right now, they want to give Propaganda Report listeners an opportunity to try one of their new products, Southern Knights CBD Oil, at a 20% discount. So go to NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com or visit the store in person if you live in the Smyrna area and use the promo code PROPREPORT, that's one word, all caps, P-R-O-P-R-E-P-O-R-T, and you'll get 20% off of your CBD oil purchase. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Neighbors Feed and Seed is a fantastic business ran by friendly, knowledgeable, liberty-minded people who bend over backwards to help their customers in any way that they can. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. Quick update on the coupon code. It is actually for the 20% off on the CBD. It is PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, and it is PROP REPORT, all caps, no spaces, for 10% off of the starter seed packs. And check out the Neighbors Feed and Seed Farmers Market Saturdays, either 9 or 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm going to double check that. Okay, I was going to tell you about the other Washington Redskins story, which is that 15 women accuse former Redskin employees of sexual harassment and verbal abuse. Emily Applegate, one of the 15 former female Redskin employees, told the Washington Post they were sexually harassed during their time at the club. And then it goes through and it shows a bunch of text messages that Emily kept and had with, I believe, as her superiors. Now, I don't know what happened with the other 15 women. These text messages, which she released, while makes the guy look like a douche... I don't know if it's going to serve any I don't know if it's going to serve very well if there's actually a court action here because she is kind of engaging him. She is engaging him. She's asking him to bring food over to her house. She's talking about how, how her boobs are real stuff like that. The the guy sounds like a douche. Don't get me wrong. And he probably shouldn't be sending stuff to any and he shouldn't. He shouldn't be sending texts like this. However, Legally, I don't think these text messages are going to hurt them. However, I don't know what the other 15 women are saying, though. Right. Well, this stuff all comes together. It does. Me too. The, it really uh, does. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's all coming together. It's all about conflict. Yes, it's exactly what it is. It's all about conflict. Yeah. And with the with the... Similar to the Redskins, Ellen DeGeneres has been getting slain. Like, I, I saw some stories a while back about how she's not nice at all, about how she's mean. I don't know personally. I've never met her. But a big article in BuzzFeed today about how former employees are saying that Ellen's be kind talk show mantra mask a toxic work culture. And oh. there's people are complaining of bullying, harassment, all kind of stuff. See, it's not, I don't know if there's sexual harassment allegations in there, but. The reason I bring that story up is because Ellen is one of theirs. Ellen is one of the ones who presents the progressive agenda, who brings in, who delivers pure propaganda on her program, and yet they are possibly purging her. But she's also hardcore deep state. I know. Maybe she's in on it. uh, yeah, I, I, my guess is she's playing along with whatever. I don't think she's staying up at night wondering what's going to happen. She next. did that Vegas interview with James Campos. That's what I'm yeah. yeah, I mean, she's there is she just did what she was told right there. Absolutely. She did it well. So, but speaking of this kindness thing, have you seen, I don't know if you've seen them, but I've seen them in Windows. 
these signs that say, in this home we believe, and then it lists what people believe. And Science. What it, it starts with, there's six things. Black lives matter. Love is love. No human is illegal. Feminism is for everyone. Science is real. Kindness is everything. Yeah. Kindness is everything. Uh Uh-huh. And look back. Yes, Black Lives Matter. You can't deny that. And I had, there's a Planned Parenthood a guy, an activist against Planned Parenthood tweeting whose handle is no lives matter because that's a, <laughs> I thought that was funny and not funny also. But all of the things that are listed when it says kindness is everything are, are issues that are used for extreme conflict, intolerance and unkindness in the political sphere that should be marked by conciliation, compromise, understanding, compassion, and a touchstone of the fundamental truths of human rights and all that. But Black Lives Matter, that statement is true. That sentiment is exploited for political agendas that cause a lot of conflict. It was stolen. And, and yes. made the brand of an organization that uses it to exploit black lives. And then you have Indivisible, which also piggybacks on that and incur- tells people how to get away with looting yeah. and rioting. So that's not kindness. Risking like, their futures. La- telling people to laugh in the faces of those who might suggest looting and rioting is not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that episode 187 of the Propaganda Report. Is I-, I think about that all the time. It's just mind boggling the way that they tell them to be skeptical of anybody who longs for peaceful protesting because that tells them the people listening that they're training who look up to them it tells them if you and your mind were thinking about peaceful protesting and maybe it's good you better not say anything because you should be skeptical of that very thought you have within yourself oh there you go yeah that's perfect that controlling the police i just the only thing the policing the thoughts the only thing i wanted to comment on this though and in conclusion is science is real it says and i do believe that it should say scientists are gods in this house we believe scientists are gods is that oh, and then yeah another another sign that i've seen says thank you and then it has a bunch of symbols on it it has like a medical symbol you know the snake around the thing i forget what that's called it has an atom it has you know a little symbol for an atom it has a stethoscope oh an atom so, a-t-o-m Yes. So it has, I mean, I could probably find it. I think that's interesting that the handle is no lives matter because isn't that essentially the communist philosophy? No lives matter. I I think so. Yeah. That is what collectivism is, is that no lives matter because they, it's all about, the collective so you should give your life for the greater good but of course there is no greater good when there is no individual good because every single see that's what yeah i was always taught this you have to remember there but for the grace of god go i you must must preserve that sentiment and think of every single person on earth being born as having the exact same basic rights 
because you could have been that person and you might be that person if you let the tables turn and give up the hard won recognition of those basic individual rights that was at least according to the lip service the foundation of this country and it's true and that's why i'm very compassionate I always try to think that's i'm very compassionate but i always try to think how would i because i think some people think well that's not going to happen to me i'm not that guy i'm not that color so i don't have to worry about it but that's not the way it is yeah anyway i can't find the sign Oh, you can't find the sign? I can't find the sign that says, thank you. I see. Thank you, healthcare workers. Thank you, frontline heroes. Thank you, law enforcement. Thank you, superheroes. And I have a picture of... Fauci. Uh, thank you, all essential employees. It's just, uh, thank you, healthcare heroes and essential <clears throat> workers. I mean, I've seen these all over the lawns. Thank you for keeping us safe. Oh, here's one that shows a stethoscope, a grocery cart, a chef's hat, a tractor, a tractor trailer, a police hat, a fireman's hat, and a UPS box. Thank you. So thank you to all those symbols. Thank you to those symbols. Thank you to the grocery worker who's getting paid. You know why you have to thank the grocery worker for getting paid? Because he got effed. You know why he got effed? Because he didn't get fired. Because he has to keep going to work when everybody else is sitting on their aces, yeah. getting more than him for doing nothing because they had the the unequal fortune of being in a job that wasn't that important. And now this idiot has to pay taxes uh, for the uh, guy and his, you know, the barista, or what I think baristas are essential too, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? These people have to work because they're slaves. That's what happens when you have a war and you don't let, Britain had it on the books, they don't let you move out of your occupation. And before all this started, I kept writing as an evergreen topic for us to talk about if I didn't have a headline, that I had this great insight into the, the most essential form of liberty and it's freedom of association, specifically never having to work for or with or have somebody work under you who you don't like or live with somebody who you don't like, like being a landlord tenant and not being able to kick the person out, not having an employee you're not allowed to fire, having a job you're not allowed to quit. I mean, that will make you jump off the roof. You know what I mean? Anything else I can take. I could take deprivation. I mean, nothing would make me jump off a roof ever, ever, ever. Catholic. But... Just for the record. <laughs> you know. Well, now they want to force I, that. I'm not though. at risk. They want to force people to work with people that might not necessarily be the right fit or to even date people that they might not be attracted to. Oh, yeah. You're prejudiced if you don't date transgender people. Yeah. And that's also a, if you that's don't. That's a meme. Right. Yeah, definitely. And if you don't hire people, affirmative action, stuff like that. My friends. My friend has a little production studio and they produced a pilot for these Dungeons and Dragon. A group of friends got together and wrote a nerdy little pilot about Dungeons and Dragons. And if you've ever worked on a film production, then you know that it takes an insane amount of work. Every terrible film you've ever seen takes an insane amount of work from a lot of different people. And a lot of people, unless they have a big production company behind them funding it, have to do it on very cheap to no money, usually investing their own money, their own time, and their own effort to do it. It's hard to sometimes get enough people to work on a production until you have built up money. So this, this group does, this group of friends creates this pilot about Dungeons and Dragons, and they work their ass off to to get it out there and nobody's making any money they're investing their own money in it and then 
they actually pick up some momentum and they end up through a indie film indie film site end up getting some donations to produce the second one so they make a very little bit of money to produce the second one and they go to a festival to do a Q&A at these festivals they do Q&A sessions and at the Q&A session at this festival the questions were all how come you guys don't have any black members of the uh, and actors how come there's no black producers how come the people running the studio are there's no black people in charge of the studio it, the studio is two white guys who are just barely getting by who who worked with these this group for free who all donated their own time and money into producing the pilot. And the, the questions they get are, why don't you guys all take yourself out and let somebody else have? It's just unbelievable. Well, I'm, I mean, the answer is, obviously, if people will help, if they'll pitch in, they're welcome. Yeah, it's exactly in. it. Yeah. But the, yes, and actually that probably illuminates the bigger issue, which is if you are running a business, you're going to hire the people who are going to be the most efficient. If you are going to hire based on discriminatory practices that are not correlated with, if you, I mean, good looking stewardesses might attract more people to your airport. Absolutely. That, that's illegal. And okay, maybe that's legal, but do you have to keep a uh, handicapped stewardesses on who can't do the work? Like, should my son not get discriminated against in a complicated job? So the fact is, if you don't make the right business decision in a free market, you will quickly be outperformed by your competition. So, you know, my old story when all the chicks in my literally my office was uh run by a sexist and all of the women were pushed out and i remember being just flabbergasted by it but they had all the connections they had the bank charter we couldn't all we were not happy and we could not all go and start a bank across the street called chick bank we work for you know we work harder for less yeah chick which bank we wanted to do because we don't golf with the guy who puts out the bank charters. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fact. So the only reason it works is that there are regulatory barriers to entry and other things like that. In a free society, people, businesses would not survive who were discriminatory unless it was uh, a FUBU thing, forest bias, where people had a reason they wanted to support you and your inefficient practices. Not that FUBU is inefficient practices, but any, FUBU meaning for anybody, for if white people were like, oh, I only buy white stuff, like, all right, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. That stuff's not going to be as good and it's going to cost yes. more. So let them have that. Like, why? You know, I mean, that's that's freedom. And for it's mostly better. Yeah, I think freedom is mostly better as well. And <laughs> I think the more that people resist the the call to bend the knee, I think the stronger freedom will be. So we've got lots of stuff for the patron 15 and I wanted to update people on the CDC death statistics. People have been asking me about that. I haven't looked at it in a really long time. So there are two important things I want to mention about that. And uh, I didn't tell you about the Andrea Mitchell video. I don't think also, I don't think we're going to have a DNB Monday. I think we're going to have a special edition thing that we're going to post on Monday. So keep an eye out for that. And the VIP DPP is next Friday, July 24th. And if you want to be a patron and join that, make sure your tier is friend of the show or patron saint. Visit us on 
patreon.com slash propaganda report and ask us questions there. You don't have to be a Patreon a patron to ask us questions for our upcoming Q&A episode. Fantastic. And in the patient 15, I'm going to tell you about an update of the drones over Colorado, the mysterious drones over Colorado story that we were talking about before all of this chaos happened back in December. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content we post every day that we post at DNB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Become a patron. We will talk to you guys next week or in the patron 15. Have a great weekend.